don't talk about rats, I see when I'm dead. When I'm dead. Motherfucker wanna come through tripping. Listen, I'm a ribbit, I'm a kung fu. Welcome everybody to Trick Show. I'm here with Brian. It's been a bit more back and better than ever. Our guest here today is Kevin Allen, chordmaster. He makes beats, produces music, he does the piano, he sings a little bit. Uh, a little background on how we met. So we played basketball with each other in Piscataway, New Jersey, a nice little small town here. Actually, it's kind of big, but anyway, mm -hmm. unbeknownst to me, this whole time I was guarding him and he was uh, hosting me up, shitting on me down low, if you will. Pause. Uh, he made music piano and everything and we came across each other on instagram so i decided to have him on talk a bit about music now that that bored everyone and it's out of the way kev how you doing man i'm doing great you left one thing out so you sent me a message and you were True. like hey you know um i forget exactly what you said but essentially right. you said it's scott and you invited me to be on the on the platform right and i'm reading this i'm like okay this sounds cool but i was like who the fuck is scott I was like who yeah. is this guy very I know depressing you. <laughs> I know, I know. I know you by name. I know, I of course know you. We, put, we played enough times, but right. I just, I couldn't put it together. And then I clicked the link that you sent and I'm like, I recognize this is the guy who was shitting on a basketball last week. Right. Yeah. There he is. Yes, let's do this. So I'm, you know I'm thrilled to be here, man. I'm happy to be here. Excited and yeah, man, I appreciate the invitation for sure. It's very good. And um, we'll edit the part out where I got lit up down low. We'll just edit that. <laughs> I hit a lot of three-pointers. That's my game. Anyway. Let's move on. So uh, before we get into some questions, man, like you're like a jack of all trades and we normally focus on um, when we have musicians on, it's a lot of battle rappers. It's a lot of hip hop artists, uh, a few rock stars, but like never really had someone who played instruments focused like on a piano and uh, your videos, you know, you teach chords and stuff, which is really cool. Someone with actual talent. I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> that was Brian, not oh me. My God. Anyone who rewatches this. Brian, I mean, I was like, musical talent it's very difficult to play still into. not playing that game all uh, right uh, <laughs> so kev um, you know it's probably from a yeah. young age i stunk at instruments i hit the triangle and broke it in like first grade and i mm. realized this is not for me um so how did you get into music at a young age um was it always the piano is that the first instrument started with just give us a little background Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So I grew up uh, being interested in the piano ever since I can remember. Um, I, let's see, had one of the small little mini keyboards growing up. I was able to play by ear, listen to something and be able to replicate it on the keys at a really young yeah. age. Um, and that culminated into me taking one year of piano lessons in sixth grade. Uh, my parents signed me up for piano lessons so that I can kind of hone the craft, if you will. And um, that went for one year with with plans and expectations for it to go a lot longer. Um, but I asked my parents if I could take the summer off um, and then join back when the school year starts. And we took the summer off and never signed back up. So from mm. sixth grade all the way until I turned 30 a few years ago, um, I wasn't playing piano really at all. Um, I was interested in it on and off. Uh, whenever I would see something on the TV or whatever, it's like, man, I remember that instrument. Like, I, 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 I know that I kind of miss the miss my calling potentially. You know what I'm saying? I, um, I think in between that time time frame of sixth grade into thirty, uh, when I was around sixteen, I had interest in not so much of piano playing, but like producing music. And so my dad and I went to Guitar Center, and he said, if you're that interested in it, my dad's very much into mu music. Uh, DJed back in the day, and you know, as I've gotten older, kind of jumping around a little bit, but as I've gotten older, I've kind of realized he has what I consider the best 
and not best is very very subjective but he has just a, like an immaculate and very diverse taste in music right from like old school hip-hop to like to rock to like pop and like everything in between jazz and all this stuff he like knows so much about these different songs that he's introduced me to over the years which i think i've gotten some of my music sensibility from um but he said if you're serious serious about it like let's go half and half on this thing called the yamaha motif which mm -hmm. is a, a flagship 61 key in my case it goes up to 88 key keyboard uh so i put up half the money he put up half and that you know i loved it a lot i played with it a lot used it a lot for a couple of years but i never really did anything like you know like took it that serious right so that was a little blip in that 20 year span if you will um and then when i turned when i when i was approaching my 30th birthday is when is when everything sort of culminated into what i'm doing now which is like i knew i wanted to get back into the instrument ended up selling the motif doing a little research for an actual 88 key um actually found the physical book that i was using like the same exact one that i still had from sixth grade lessons went through that entire thing on my own kind of super nostalgic as you could imagine um went through some youtube videos um ended up signing up for lessons and that was five years ago now i'm kind of where i am right now which is you know i was elevating in those years i plateaued in terms of like learning new stuff maybe mm -hmm. about a year or two ago because i wasn't taking lessons and being pulled in all different directions but right now you know um i am in a place where becoming an amazing and extraordinary piano player is like towards the top of my list of like what i'm focused on uh so sign back up for lessons i practice a lot more now i'm like dedicated to it and I'm enjoying it like immensely. Like that's that's something that I'm very very focused on and having a blast with. Um, just to speak on, uh, well, one thing you said you stopped in sixth grade and never got back in it. Sounds a lot like me when I used to play pop owner football, and uh, my parents told me I'd never go back to it, and I never went back to it, and I became the chubby fucking fat kid because the summers <laughs> were for me losing weight. I found out, and once I mm. quit something, glad you got back in it though. Me never played again. Um, but mm -hmm. you said. 30 years old you went back in the piano now we're from uh the way society is now it kind of which is bullshit because uh let's um take it to rap a bit some of the best rappers are over 40 right now 45 you know uh but the way society is is they make it deem like once you hit a certain age 30 like you're too old to be doing stuff did that ever yeah. cross your mind at 29 or 30 or you just like fuck the noise i'm just doing what makes me happy did it ever like oh, i'm getting too old for this type thing hmm. yeah uh, i would say it it did not cross my mind i would say that it was kind of more of an internal sort of just you know listening to my gut kind of thing like i, yeah. I mentioned I, I referenced a few times like whenever i see anything that either is a piano or like reminds me of it if i see some I don't know black and white lines that are just that look like a piano it just makes me think about how much i lo love the instrument and this is even before getting back into it um so i was listening to those cues more than anything else and i would even say that there's a guy um dang uh, i forget his name it might might come to me in a moment but he was um he was ian martin allison this this individual right he's a he's a, a bass guitarist who i interviewed on my show and you know you don't have favorites for your interview you know guests or whatever but Mm -hmm. like i do have favorites so i have certain ones that i like more than others of course naturally it's well not, it's i like openly admit it i die yeah. message people i don't like and tell them <laughs> yeah, you yeah. sucked so it is, what it is. 
that's yeah i i have to have the the cur i'm, t I'm too nice of a person You're to way even come too close nice of a person to even come close way to even nice do anything just the thought of doing it is making me nauseous right now uh so i can't even <laughs> fathom that 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 sentiment but kudos to you for having the you know the, just saying yeah. what's on your heart like that, that is what yeah. it is right um, but this individual is someone who, a big part of our conversation, I encourage anyone to check out that episode. Maybe I'll send it to you. You can link yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. Um, but it was, it was really, really remarkable because he is, um, he, he's a person that I, we had a lot of similar similarities. He's been playing his bass guitar, his instrument of choice for a lot longer than I have. But in terms of like him finding out his his groove, his niche in terms of what it is that he's, that he's creating content for with, with, um, regards to the bass guitar it's very much about education and he does an amazing job at it and an amazing job inspiring people um so he talked about that i think in his case he was like approaching 40 if i'm not mistaken uh when when that sort of aha moment happened for him um so it's it's really i think remarkable scott like when i have conversations with people and we're able like i'm able to share with them that i am an adult learner i learned right. this instrument what i what i learned up to the point is like 95 98 percent of it is after i turn 30 and hopefully like for me like one of the big things that that i love is like is motivating and inspiring people so when i share that with people for people that are listening like oh i don't have to have or forget the the proper phrases but like i i can be a person who learns something as an adult whether it's an instrument whether it's whatever you want to do as long as you have enough discipline and enough interest to like to get through that initial part how do i get started part the part yeah. that's like maybe practice is not that fun until you start learning like I, I remember specifically i remember specifically that book um alfred's basic be uh, beginner adult learner book even though i was a kid learning it but it was it was the adult one i, I was using as a, as a child and i remember specifically going through these songs in the book a lot of them were elementary right they're just basic stuff but there was one song which i haven't played in a while maybe after this i'll probably go over there and actually play it again just for like a nostalgia kind of thing but it was a song that sounded much more beautiful than any other song that I learned previous in the book. And it was about midway through it. And I remember going to work at the time I was working at Verizon, at engineering background. I'm sure we'll get into that stuff. Um, but I was working there and I remember like having this song in my head all day and being like, shit, I cannot wait to go home to like finish learning it. I want to, I want to be able to play this song perfectly so that I can create something that to me sounds beautiful as opposed to creating something that just sounds like you know trivial or whatever and but but is necessary for practice so that was an aha moment for me like i love this feeling and now doing the more advanced stuff now for me it's like it's i i it's like a never-ending cycle there's an infinite maybe you know number of things to learn on on this instrument right. and so i'm i want to learn as much as i possibly can that's awesome. And I like, Brian, I'll get to you in a second. Like you said, like anything black and white reminds you of like pianos. For me, it's horrible because anything disc shape reminds me of a Whopper. And I just strictly go get fast food right when I see something circular. By the way, yeah. <laughs> and there's a there's a lot of disc, disc shaped things out there. So That's why I don't lose weight. And, that you yeah. mentioned. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That was all making sense. Yes. Absolutely. Okay, cool. That's why I wear long <laughs> sleeves indoors when we play because you know, I want to lose weight because I could go get a Whopper after the games at there 11 p.m. Uh, go on, go. Brian. It's yeah, uh, I can relate to everything you're saying a lot because um, I had like not with instruments, but I had a similar experience with music in general where um, we started making music when we were like 15 years old. Right. Yeah. Trying to record yeah. doing this and that. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, we had met someone. We went over his house. He had a mic. He had a, a Mac. And he had a cracked version of Pro Tools. Mm-hmm. Right? So we were pretty much just recording. Nobody knew how to mix. No one knew how to master. No one. Knew, we were just like doing it by ear pretty much. Oh, mm-hmm. you have to equalize. Oh, you have to compress. Oh, I watched this video. It said to do this. Mm-hmm. Right? So um, when we were 17... And we're at that time of like, oh, what are we going to do? You know, what's your plans? Are you going to go to college? What are you going to do? I really wasn't interested in any type of like regular college route. And I was like, I really don't know. And my one of my main interests was doing music. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, it would be really interesting to actually learn how to do this and like really mix a song, master a song, become an engineer. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So I ended up finding a school in New York and I went to it. I went through the whole program. I did the uh, engineering. I finished with it. And after I was done, I think I was what? Oh, five. Oh, five, maybe. Oh, six around there. Seven because it was two years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So after I was done, I had the option that I could have went to. um, I could have transferred into another school because it was like a two year thing. Yeah. Um, but I just wanted to get started in doing it because I was like, what am I going to do two more years of school? I already went through all this. I mean, we went through like in-depth, how to set up a studio, soldering, uh, learning Pro Tools inside and out, right? Yeah. So at the time, I wasn't too I, – I, I don't think I was mature enough to like make certain decisions and say, okay, I'm going to move here. I'm going to do this. So I kind of just dropped it, ended up going back to community college, doing communications, exercise science, just going a whole nother route. Yeah. And, um, but my, my want to do music never went away. Right. Mm-hmm. But the skills obviously diminished because especially with something that involves technology, like pro tools, I mean, you're getting a new version. Yeah. Every- yeah. Things are changing, changing quite often. Updates. Absolutely. The basic format of it remains the same, but there's all updates within it. So, right, right. Uh, Scott in, what was it? 2020? Yeah, when we started this, I uh, got back into rapping. We had taken like a nine-year hiatus just because yeah, life got in the way, as I mentioned. But yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, so he wanted to record like an EP, and he asked me to be on one of the songs, and I was like, "All right, cool, whatever." I haven't written in a while. I, he- I hesitantly asked you yeah, to be on one of those. Yeah, it's an important word to include in that story. <laughs> so I hadn't rapped in a while, hadn't done anything. I was like, "All right, let me see." And it just kind of like re-sparked my interest. And I ended up saying, you know, let's record more. Let me go to a studio. I know someone. I'll relearn how to do Pro Tools the right way. Mm. Do it now. It's not like I'm a beginner starting from nothing. So I don't need to learn the basics. And uh, I spent about three months doing it and got back into like actually engineering. And then, like you said, I mean, you watch everything's on YouTube. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all the videos everything there's just one specific guy his name's wavy wayne and he does this guy the way he does his tutorials on actual mixing like he'll do a song from start to finish and he's a professional mm-hmm. makes it very interesting he goes over every single step so any question you have the information is out there all you just have to do is find it that's so amazing yeah so it's interesting to come across someone that started something at a younger age Kind of was like, ah, I'm not really, I'm not really almost ready to do this yet. Yeah, and then you yeah. pick it back up because that interest didn't die. Well, that that's, Kev, I want to talk to you about that too. Brian brought up something really interesting where he said he wasn't mature enough at that age. I don't think any of us were. Um, Like, mm. let's say you had 
Like, we look back on it because there was a little bit of a buzz, nothing great when we were, like, 21, 22 with mixtapes, like, on MySpace. Remember that? MySpace yeah, music. Sure. And, like, yeah. we always look back, like, if we would have even had somewhat of a success, we don't know if we would have been mature enough to handle it or even know how to go about it, whether it was signing deals or you would just would have mm. made a lot of mistakes. Mm -hmm. So do you think, for, in your case, it was a blessing that you didn't pick it back up till 30 where you kind of had, you know, more shit together inside uh, maturity level-wise? Mm. Well, I'll definitely I'll answer that question. I have I have some thoughts on that. Mm -hmm. I'm I want to get the name of that that mix the mix master uh, YouTuber because that that's an area for my music uh, that I am very weak in. I don't I don't spend a lot of time learning mixing mastering. I I kind of just love mm -hmm. and we'll get into this I'm sure. But creating something from scratch and making it go from a like nothing blank slate to like you know hopefully a seven eight or even nine in terms of how it sounds but to get it from wherever it's at to like that extra one point to like in my in my opinion one point like to fine tune it and do all that, those things i i typically haven't had interest in it but now after releasing my first project now i'm like okay the next project needs to be better in these ways i need to learn mixing and mastering so that it sounds sonically better than the previous one i need to incorporate my voice need to slash want to incorporate my voice in some way as opposed to it being mostly instrumental we'll get into all that but i mm -hmm. um to answer your question my 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 um my thoughts there at one time scott were like i'll, I'll bring you back for a sec right so i mentioned yeah. engineering background i i i uh i, I went to school for engineer electrical engineering at rutgers and then spent 12 years in corporate working working for verizon uh many different capacities and in this season of what I'm doing right now, there have been thoughts over the past five years, like, like specifically, man, if I, I, I not, I'm not even going to say I consider myself, I am very musically talented, right? There was mm -hmm. a time when I say I consider myself, right? right. I am you know, though, you're self-aware at this age, Absolutely. you are self-aware if you're good. Trust me, we come across some people, it's like, uh, you know, mm -hmm. you know, you're self-aware at this age. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's so important to to say it like it is. And that's there's, there's a season right now. That's that's the season for me. Just kind of mm -hmm. putting that out there. Right. But um, so my my big thing is like. There was a time where in these past five years, I had thought like, wow, if I had stayed with it back then to like right now, uh, just imagine how out otherworldly musically i would be at this point there's times i've thought that mm. way now i think through it I think about it through a different lens now uh, i i've recently had a, a a really really in my opinion game changing and like a, a paradigm shifting type uh, opportunity to sit across from someone who works for a brand company that i love love mm. use their products partner with them and all kinds of things, right? And I've interfaced with this person online. Now I had a chance to meet with him and a few others uh, in, in the city a few weeks ago. And what was fascinating is that during this conversation, um, this person knows me as Chordmaster, right? Because he met me less than a year ago, virtually and stuff, right? He knows me as Chordmaster, knows me as a music producer, pianist, whatever it is that I show on social media. He doesn't know anything about my engineering background. He doesn't know about my two MBAs or two master's degrees. He doesn't know about my time at Verizon working in corporate. He doesn't know any of that because I don't mm -hmm. have that on my social as much, right? I don't know if he looked at my LinkedIn or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So during this conversation, I just, I pick up that, like, the questions that I have, like, I'm like, holy shit, I have an opportunity to talk to one of the heads of this company that are doing groundbreaking stuff. Teenage Engineering is the name of the company. It doesn't need to be private or anything, right? So they they make musical equipment that's that you may see me post on my social media and stuff. A lot of mobile stuff, and they're a design firm that 
they put a lot of attention to designing their products and making them look, in my opinion, and many's opinion, extraordinary. Um, but I, I, I think about the questions that I was asking, right? They were thoughtful questions. They were questions mm -hmm. about who do you guys consider your biggest competitor? Because I'm super curious about that. Are you guys afraid of, not even afraid, but are you guys paying close attention to what anyone out there is doing? And the answer was, no, nah, not really. They're mm. just doing, they're doing their own thing. They're focused on their own thing. And that's why they're able to be so innovative. And a lot of these types of questions were were responded, like whether they were from me or from one of my peers who were, who happened to be there, this guy's like looking at me and answering questions like intently, like I'm looking at you guys. And I took from that, that the energy was kind of like this person, there's more to Kevin, more to Cordmaster than I even, he even realized. And so I say all that to say now, right now, what I'm thinking, the, the lens that I'm thinking through is, okay, we know about my musical talent. These other things that I've had experiences that that shant, I don't, I don't think I was using the word shant during this conversation. But it they was actually on my bingo card for you. <laughs> so yeah, perfect. <laughs> Yo, mark it, mark it down, man. These, 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 <laughs> these other experiences shan't be downplayed. You feel me? They're, they're things that make they're things that make me who I am today. And now as I'm realizing, what do I see for myself for this next step? Well, I see like leveraging all of this stuff the creative stuff the business acumen the engineer the technical stuff who else is doing shit like that i don't yeah. i don't know if i don't know if other people i don't i don't know i don't know if there's a lot of other people out there that have these things that are like that are significant you know what i'm saying these three distinct buckets and so that that's like my selling point right so now having that confidence to know that what i see for myself next is you know i've done the entrepreneur thing the create the solopreneur creator thing for a few years now and I'm still rocking with that, but I see kind of connecting with one of these types of brands in a more meaningful way to open up doors, to network more with people, to get more money, to put more money into maybe having a video editor for my YouTube channel, paying a social media marketer for my tutoring business, like these types of things I'm thinking of for like this next year. Um, so I'm excited about what that looks like, but it's, it's helpful that now I'm kind of like I know which direction I'm working towards as opposed to just having these ideas and kind of just all over the place. Yeah. And that's why going like going back to the beginning of the episode, when I talked about age, they look at older people and try to paint them as they're done because essentially we're smarter. We, we understand the game more and we're going to ask more intelligent questions to whereas oh, yeah. like a young kid at 22, if you just say, Hey, sign this a uh, hundred thousand dollar advance, like, Oh my God, a hundred thousand dollars. You don't own the rights to your stuff. You don't get to put out what you want. So they try to like take advantage of those young kids. So it's like you said, you're more, you're more like in depth to ask questions and you know, your value, you know, your value mm -hmm. at this point. Yeah, yeah. And more yeah. importantly, we know debt and paying it off and how long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Serious, yeah. real talk, man. Yeah. I'm not lying about that. So, this so is actually a green screen. I don't even have a license plate. <laughs> I can't yeah. afford it. So, <laughs> green so at 35, you're not looking to go into $100,000 worth of debt. Right. Dude. You're taking that to the grave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's absolutely right. <laughs> Brian, I'll get into something, but if you have, if you have something going, man. Uh, yeah, so you mentioned that. Uh, what kind of what kind of music do you do? So is it strictly like instrumental stuff, or is it actually like with vocals on it? Yeah, so right now, ninety nine percent of what I've created is instrumental, um, and I think what I was mentioning before is like it's kind of like 
under, like understanding that my voice is an instrument as mm -hmm. well, of course, right? And yeah. so like now kind of thinking through the lens of how to how to uniquely integrate. And I'll, I'll even share, I, I've talked to a few other musicians and artists about this. Um, so you mentioned, you asked me, uh, Scott, earlier about, about rapping and freestyling, right? So I suck. I suck at, at freestyling. At coming up, I can rap any song that I know. I can rap that shit like hard as hell because I know the song, right? All good. But coming up with something over one of my songs, I know what I want it to sound like. I know the flow that makes sense. I, I do all, all the reference. I do all that type of stuff, right? But I don't have the capabilities right now. Maybe never. Who knows, right? But like to come up with lyrics on the fly, that's something I just don't have. My wife, she got that shit. She she'll come mm -hmm. when she's in the mood. She'll she'll freestyle over my beats and all that kind of stuff, which is like super super entertaining. But one of the things that I, that I do want to lean into a little bit more is understanding that, like I've had so many different experiences. I have so many different thoughts in my mind. Um, I have ways of communicating those things that don't that it doesn't have to be rapping and rhyming. It can be singing. And the song, the, the singing freestyle kind of thing, which I've experimented with. And I'm like, oh, this is easy as hell. But the words don't have to rhyme, but it still needs to sound good with what you're playing. And I think specifically about this artist, Thundercat, who has a song called Them Changes. OK, it was a song I was listening to. And I'm like listening to this. And it's the it's the um, Isley, it's a sample of Isley Brothers drum from maybe I forget one, one of their popular songs. Um, but it samples that and he's playing, he, he's a bass guitarist and producer, a Thundercat. And so he's, I'm listening to this song and I believe it's him that's singing over the song that he produced and he's singing and he's just like saying words, telling a story kind of, but I don't even know exactly what he's really saying or whatever. The words aren't rhyming, but he's like harmonizing and it sounds amazing. I'm like, oh, that's all it is. Right. So like for me, it was kind of an aha moment that might seem like well, duh, Kevin, of course you can just sing and harmonize and it doesn't have to rhyme. I always thought that if I'm coming up with something on the fly, like in order for it to sound a certain way, sound correct, like, yeah, it should rhyme. It should have some kind of cadence to it. But if you can if, if you can play by ear and, you, and you're good with music, you can kind of get around that by by making the words, the songs still sound good harmonically. Uh, so that's what I've been kind of leaning into. And, and if right. I were to look in a crystal ball about next year or the year after, whenever I release my second, release my second project, it'll, it'll have a, a component with that in there. You know what I'm saying? I'll like lean into that. I'm, I have access to things like this, this freaking Neumann U87 microphone, right? Through, through a partnership with my, with my YouTube channel. So imagine, I, imagine I wasn't partners and I blanked that out. Like I just like. Just oh yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, just, like, You're like no. right, and and just and blur the actual uh, yeah, the actual yeah. item. It's like what what is he talking into right there? <laughs> you know, dude, having access to this stuff, it's like sometimes it's overwhelming, right? When I when I got the email from a company called Zounds, right, which is a, a online music reseller of audio equipment, they saw my channel, they reached out. And it was it was too almost a too good to be true scenario of like providing like whatever you want to you know try out on a website you can use indefinitely. I'm like, where's the catch? Where like 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 you mentioned the 22 year old like, am I signing my soul away? Like, what's the right. deal here? Well, there there kind of is. I mean, there's no catch with from their perspective. They're awesome in what they're doing, <clears throat> but the not so much catch. But the thing that I quickly became aware of is like, okay. Damn, now I have a chance to get the Ableton Push 2. Damn, now I have a chance to get the Nord Piano 5. I can get this. I can get that. I can get this. And I got like five or six different things all up front. And they sent them. I'm like, holy shit, like this is crazy. 
it can get a little overwhelming as you guys may know like when you're when you're dealing with like too much equipment then you're starting to feel a little bit like oh i'm i'm like learning all this stuff or not knowing what i want to what i want to use and you're not being creative or in my case i wasn't being as creative as i wanted to be i was being more like looking around and like figuring out like where do i put all this stuff and so it was it, i had to kind of learn that quickly but now i kind of settled in i'm like i don't need anything else right now for the foreseeable future so i'm i'm like rocking with what i got and like I mentioned before, just like locking into leveling up every single day on the piano, not because I have to, but because I want to. And I have to actually, I have to do it. It's like, I would feel like I missed out if I didn't keep stepping right. up, you know? It's kind of like my gym membership that constantly just goes to waste, you know? I like. <laughs> when, 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 was last, when was the last time you've been? How long ago? We don't have to know. This isn't about me. No, okay, no, 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 no. Wait, what am I doing asking a question? This ain't court message. Conversation. I'm a, I'm a no, guest. You said you said something that's really important there, and I think this gets lost on a lot of people because a lot of people worry about the equipment that they have, and they like to boast and be, "Oh, I got, I have this mic, I have this uh, audio interface, I have this processor, I have this blah blah blah." And mm -hmm. it's like that's great that you have all of that fantastic equipment, but what are you making with it? Because there are people with garbage mm -hmm. that have made platinum songs. Mm -hmm. Right. Benefit. Like garbage. I mean, yeah. There was one. Uh, oh, what was the name of that one? Um, I mean, you can even look at guys like Soldier Boy was doing shit on SoundClick. You know what I mean? Like, or mm -hmm. Benefit created his whole album for thirteen with a thirteen dollar mic. So it has. It does happen. Yeah. It comes. It honestly comes down to your ability to work with the equipment that you have. Because yeah. I can tell you, like, when I bought all of the stuff that I have, like, I didn't have a lot of money to start with. I had about. I, I budgeted myself at like five thousand for the computer, for the mic, for all the things that I needed. Right. And I mean, I tried to save in some places and spend a little bit more on other things. Um, but I learned my setup and I learned how to work with what I had and make it the best sounding that I could. Because sometimes when you go and you get a bunch of new stuff, it doesn't communicate well with everything else that you have. Mm -hmm. Because it's, I don't know if you've ever run into this problem where it's like, you have your all of your things wired up everything is set up to the way it's supposed to be and you might get something new you go to plug that in install the software for it and it's not communicating correctly with this device which is then down to this device and you need to unplug everything and reinstall and do all this which sometimes can be a headache you know both of the time yeah it's, yeah so it's not always oh i have you know i have equipment that like a multi-million dollar studio has that's great but can you actually manipulate it and use it to make something amazing? Because yeah. like I said, there's people with a $10 mic that are making mm -hmm. songs that are getting hundreds of thousands of views. You know, I think that's, that's so important, man. I mean, even something as, and that, that, that's a great point. Something like the iPad, right? I, I do a lot of music production there. And, and like, when I see, I know Lupe Fiasco's latest album was one of my favorite artist favorite which one was that he's i think it's like just the album which one was that the last one yeah, he, you remember i'm trying to remember the name was that i, mean, the one I know with, all this uh, all this stuff it's the one with could, um it's a yellow 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 album and cover. black cover you have a, yeah yeah i listen to i think maybe My, yellow and white i think yellow and white yellow um, and black i was just listening to today that was that was from like like um the second album the cool yeah. No, that's um, the best album. That's one of the best albums of all time. The cool. It's one of the best right. albums of all time. I was literally gonna yeah. like post something about it. Today. Yeah. 
Just Sorry, I cut it. you off though. But I love no, Lupe. Lupe's my guy. You're, you're good, man. Yeah, he's he's in my drill music in Zion. That's yeah, it. that's drill music in Zion. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. He, from what I understood, that whole thing was produced and made on an iPad. So when I see things like that, as as a person who uses the iPad, I'm like, cool. Like I I like seeing that. I think there's several other cases like that as well. But I'd be remiss. I'm just looking here. I see red and blue behind um uh brian here and i need to know like th that zelda that's coming out in about 10 days you you getting that right oh, are you uh, it's uh, bro i've had that pre-ordered for the past are, are we kidding me here is this sorry, is what sorry. this, this I, nerd I to, shit is this i have to <laughs> say something about I'll be it just go on i'll sit back for five minutes let's go Dude, thank Breath you thank you. thank you for that <laughs> go ahead easily right um, incredible game um just like just thinking about the fact that we're so close to this coming out and like we'll be able to like boot it up play it and like just have hopefully something even close to maybe exceeds maybe a little less but that experience that we have with breath of the wild is like is mind-blowing i'm a little nervous about the making and crafting a little nervous about that emphasis on there but i trust that everything is going to be like the it's way they're they're, they're, they're incredible at what they do they doubled the size of the map, like crazy. How, right? How did they <laughs> that you could that, like, I remember days of like playing that game where it was like, I would just turn it on, pick a direction and start going. Just go, just go. But whatever happens on this. I house. do that in GTA, except it's fun. Cause I kill people. And <laughs> <laughs> run people over and shit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh right. yeah, we'll 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 jump we'll jump back. I I, I was uh, I was like I have that's to. That's fine, Kev. Oh. I'll give you Brian's number. You two could talk about it. Perfect. Fucking I mean, nerds. I, 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 I obviously got to get you call us. Nerds. I mean, we are kind of nerds. I got to I got to get your friend code, but we'll 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 talk we'll we'll talk we'll talk offline. All right, more well, questions. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, went to a stale, stale <laughs> moment there. But no, bro, I have one really quick. Sorry, let me let me just hop in here. Uh, because we didn't get to like obviously you said your father was really into music, so um, obviously the hip hop and the p pianist were influences. What's kind of I like to ask our guests this, especially people who like, um, especially rappers, but since you're more of an instrumental guy, like who's an obscure influence that like people would be. Oh, that's an interesting one. Like a band or some group like a Shania Twain or someone. By the way, she's on tour this summer. And hopefully mm -hmm. my wife makes me go see her. I'm just saying that. Makes so, her. Nice. Yeah. nice. <laughs> Is there yeah. anyone Man. like Ace of Base? That's a good or? question. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, I mean, there's so much music that I that I love. Anything that I hear that moves me, like I I'm like I'm I'm about. And that 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 category is like is vast for me, right? When I think about the type of music, when I think about the word influence, the stuff that's influenced me, like I've thought about this like actively, like, is it true? Like basically the stuff that I make right now is does it sound like stuff that I have listened to in the past? That that's that's kind of the that's kind of to me like that, like whatever I've listened to in the past that sounds somewhat like what I make now is, in my opinion, what's influenced me, right? So if I think that through a little bit and think about, okay, yeah, there's an there there's a type of music or a style of music um, that fits that category, and it's not anything that anyone normally listens to on the radio, or whatever. Mm -hmm. That style of music is. It's, I mean, you called me a nerd already, so I'm, I'm going to lean into it. It's, it's video game music. It's music that I've listened to over the past 25, 30, 30 years, five years old, six years old, playing games. 
from that moment all the way to today there's playlists on my on my you know youtube youtube channel and stuff where i like today earlier today i was listening to i was nerding out at the at the cafe doing some work listening to like old school and new school like like video game songs like going like on a trip down memory lane and stuff and so for me that is the area that i would say most like if you listen to listen to my album or listen to my music you're gonna say oh that's kind of kind of where the influence is at however in terms of an artist it's not obscure at all the the artist that that inspires me the most that i'm influenced by the most that i listen to the most is tyler the creator mm -hmm. his musical acumen coupled with his capabilities to at this point in his career be what appears to be exactly who he is um and 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 specifically this music musical piece rather than being this you know like repetitive beat that just stays the same like his his music is so um complex M maybe music is not supposed to be complex it's in the eye of the beholder but it's it's so much going on in any given song chord changes you know almost tempo changes all kind of stuff that to me is just like fascinating to listen to um so i appreciate that and that that's another area when we talk about like i know i keep like prefacing oh, no. or kind of like alluding to whatever I've, I've been given a lot of thought right i released K kayla joy album is the name of my debut project mm -hmm. about my daughter right and so like the next joint next next thing that comes out it's gonna be different in the sense where it's gonna be a three minute song a two minute song whatever it's not gonna be like repetitive beat that's kind of just looping which sounds good sounds dope happy with the project but it's going to be something more cohesive more complete per song you know what i i just I, that's awesome sorry to cut you off but like brian I, I give brian a lot of credit for this as well which i hate to do i'll probably edit that out as well um because sure. when i when we rapped and we got back into it like i i'm a good writer i, I could rap like on a four minute beat of just like bars 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 you know kind of just like mm -hmm like very steady to where some people might consider just like okay great he can rap brian actually to go with your point i don't listen to tyler the creator i never really did but i get what you're saying with it mm -hmm. um and brian's a big fan of like uh, joiner lucas and he always mentioned like let's try to make songs relevant like more like him that are rhythmic and break up your bars in like a four 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 to where the first four might be just rapid and the next four fast and the next four are a little slower to keep the person's ear at like a very yeah. interesting pace like catchy you know so yeah. like brian kind of rerouted my style to that and i feel mm -hmm. like the songs are a lot better now more like wow we could perform these and they sound more like oh my god the audience is involved so like i kind of get what you're saying with that man that's dope that's real cool wait so you guys currently make are like making y'all y'all are doing yeah. the thing now you're making stuff currently and shit like that so we have yeah. to i'd be remiss i mean i'll send you some stuff yeah it's cool please do and i'll send you some stuff too i want i want one of you guys or both of you both of you guys rap is that what you said yeah, yeah, yeah. i know you do both do i want to i want you guys to like rap over one of my beats perfect like, yeah it's how, how we make yeah. connections see here all right everybody cool. just be friends be kind and stay humble and work hard i just stole that from his uh his thing right here oh there you go i was like that sounds familiar <laughs> that, sounds, <laughs> that sounds familiar um all right uh wow it's almost been an hour already which is crazy i kev i do have some last minute questions for you i brian i 
Unbeknownst to you, um, that should be on my bingo card. I said that twice already. Unbeknownst. I did. Yeah, I did. Oh, I've been saying it wrong the whole time. <laughs> so I, I wrote down some gun to your heads uh, as this episode is going on. But um, I'll ask uh, last minute questions and then Brian and we'll do a last round table. So uh, Kev, where can we find your stuff? What's coming out? Um, your podcast, too. You wanted to promote. So uh, go for everything, man. For sure, yeah. Artist name is Chordmaster. Um, I would say the two, well, it's spelled with a KH. So when people ask me at cafes and stuff, I, I say it that way. So Chordmaster with a KH, not just K, because they might do K O R D, you know? So yes. Chordmaster KH um, uh, on Instagram and YouTube are my two main platforms. Um, so you can definitely link with me there. Uh, mention my, my platform, Chordmaster Keys, which is a podcast. Not unlike what we're doing right here. Very casual, very conversational. I, I very much enjoyed my time here as well and look forward to hopefully doing it again in the near future uh, with you guys. And um, you, you guys are more than like more than welcome to check that out on my YouTube channel. Um, and YouTube actually just came out with a platform that lets you now listen to podcasts in a more streamlined manner. So on, oh. on the YouTube music app, which is pretty cool. Pretty excited about that. Um, just dropped my album, Kayla Joy album that came out a couple of weeks ago to coincide with my daughter's first birthday. Very proud of the album. It has songs on it like Induced Labor that takes my wife's heart rate um, when Kayla was being born uh, during during uh, during the labor process. And I use that as a tempo uh, for the song. It has a how did, hold on, hold on. How'd you get that? Oh, the monitor, literally the heart rate. Well how did, did I get you think of that going in there or like did you just you were sitting there like oh i can make a beat out of this like hold on hold on i gotta record this <laughs> yeah well oh so i should i should i should specify right Wait. so 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 i definitely knew that i wanted to make an an album for whoever my future child was going to be well, well before we even you know had her um but when i say that i mean more so like um, looking at the at the monitor so not recording it but looking at the monitor seeing that rate and then using that Okay. So, you know, afterwards, that that type of thing. Because um, I was gonna say, I, I think it would have been like super creative, like in the moment, to mm -hmm. like take your phone out and like we're like just voice record. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the fuck are you and doing? Right, <laughs> right. Oh, so Babe, you'll have to hold someone else's hand. I have to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm actually. Yeah, I'm doing something very important right now. I can't tell you what it is. But something very important is gone, and it's funny you say that because I actually, I actually uh, illegally did record that whole thing. I had my really small camera, like in the back corner of the room, because you're not supposed really? to, I guess, legally like record and stuff. Hmm. So I could have very easily used the audio file from that if I wanted to. Um, but we didn't know each other then. Uh, you could have, you could have, like, if we did, you could have recommended it or whatever. Um, but, but yeah, so that 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 is a project that I'm extraordinarily you know, proud of, and I, I would even say like going forward with this idea to do an album listening with my friends and family mm -hmm. very small you know intimate kind of thing 15 or 20 people and would i, I get so the nervous. invite or no neither of you oh actually kidding. you know what what nah you know what Re nah, nah, Re real real talk real i'm you know i, I, I respect have to how say... quick you said neither of you by the way no <laughs> no well i have to i had to say something for shock value of course for shock value <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but it, it was um i i feel like any anyone who knew me like basically it was an open it was like a, a message that i sent to everyone but it was also something that i put on social medias and stuff like for people who followed it and were interested through more so about the music and less about oh i'm just going to support kevin if that makes sense so like yeah. most of the people that i sent it to were people that are like my you know closest people right. or whatever 
but my thought was like oh i would love for any of my followers or fans or whatever out there who happen to live in the area um but it didn't kind of turn out that way right it it it, it turned out to be that intimate kind of setting um and i'm i was so nervous leading up to it that i because i you know sharing your music with others like for me that's never been something that i'm like extraordinarily comfortable with even though mm. i make dope ass shit um but i was just so like nervous about like okay i'm gonna be talking about each song i'll be holding kayla it's everyone all eyes on me kind of thing but i'm just so blessed and so glad that i, I went forward with it i didn't like chicken out or anything my wife was it, it, instrumental in like making it you know nicer in terms of the decor and ordering food and all this kind of stuff and now going through the editing process of this 40 minute event that i had you know my three cameras set up there which was a lot being the person who's there as well as doing being the tech person and all that but i made it happen got the footage and now as i'm editing i'm like this is this is incredible that i have this footage right it's a, it's like it's so fun looking at it reliving it looking at these little easter eggs i'm like this person's nodding his head during this song this person is doing the hand the hand up question thing during one of the songs where i keep saying i actually do do use my voice a little bit in one of the songs where i keep saying why and it, like when he starts hearing it like you can see from behind he's going like this it's so like little things like that i'm like yo this is so cool i wouldn't have been able to experience this and kind of like be able to have this look back on down the road um, so I'm thrilled that, that I have that. I would love for people to check that album out wherever you get your music. And, um, that, that's kind of the, the main, that's the, that's the main stuff. I would say right now, the main thing that I'm working on is, is taking that chord master keys thing and like being super consistent with it, being intentional about it, understanding that I love connecting with people and I'm gifted at connecting with people. And I want to not like be half-assed with with regards to that like i have been which is like i'll do an interview every so often but i'm more focused on these other things now i'm like let me let me keep this cadence going up let me get yeah. things set up in the studio like you guys i'm sure have where it's just sit down take take the earbuds out it's like everything is ready to go and i'm yeah. I'm there now you know now maybe the next step is like getting like a calendly kind of thing so i can just send to people i don't have to like send the emails every time calendar is like a scheduling i don't know if you guys are familiar scheduling platform so like little things like that to even make the process smoother um but i'm i'm excited man in a great space and and yeah if anyone connects with me through this like feel free to like i would love to hear that this is where you found me from and um yeah let me know and we can have a little dialogue on the dms or something just if they send mean stuff though and message you and say yeah we heard you on those idiot show just don't let us know you know just well, lie like about it I feel, I feel like the that type of people who fat are idiot who ate whoppers <laughs> we heard you talking <laughs> who everything that's round reminds him of a whopper and you went with a whopper so here's the deal you went yeah. with a whopper right. instead of instead of right. something else so like right. is whopper would you say a whopper is like your is that uh, would that be considered your go-to from a burger I hate perspective to say this I hate to, I hate to say this but I've thought about this a lot Kev and <laughs> I thought I thought you may have I <laughs> I don't know because here's my thing. I love the Whopper. You know it's but, a big but a Big Mac is just it's so good. But there if if I did get rid of Burger King, McDonald's, or Wendy's, aside from the Whopper, there's really nothing great. So I'd probably get rid of Burger King. And it's not that anything's great at Wendy's, but everything's okay at Wendy's. I Am I right? Very analytical you approach. Don't, okay. I know it's it's very yeah. sad actually. Like it's, it's it is a little sad. Yeah, it's yeah. not it's not good. There's a reason why my fucking larges are becoming mediums really quickly. You know? What about what what about White Castle? Not a fan. 
not a fan. Although their milkshakes are very good. White Castle them- the next day. Yeah, you, not a fan oh, of oh, oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I got you, I got you. Uh, Brian, Chick Fil A, Chick Fil A. I don't need at that place. I don't like their viewpoints. I will never. <laughs> I'm kidding around. If if your yeah. food's good, your food's fucking good. Chick Fil A right. is very good, but I'm not willing to wait two hours for anything. Oh, those it's lines, just, those no. lines be a little crazy. Yeah, it's not okay. even worth it for me. Like yeah. I'm an idiot though. Like I pass by on a Sunday and I forget, and I'm like, wow, no one's there, and I'm like, Always. fuck me. Oh, <laughs> Right, last minute stuff before I get to my gun to your heads. Uh, no, I don't have anything else. All right, Kev, you ready? Quick little like lightning round here, and these are all things I came up with as the show is going on. So cool, yeah. All right, would you rather sit down and do a concert? Not a concert. Would you rather get piano lessons from Yo Yo Ma or be the best in the world at the Yo Yo? I don't know who Yo Yo Ma is. Oh, okay, he's like a. I think he's a piano player. Oh. So is he okay. a piano player, or was he a violinist? I, I'm gonna well, edit that out. <laughs> that's fine. If I mean, I, I, he might be. I, I, regardless, if he is a piano player, or if we're talking about a, a profound piano player getting right. lessons from, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Then I'm definitely going that route. The, uh, ten times out of ten times, because mm, yo-yo I, is fun. But right. but you're the best in the world at the yo-yo. And that's where you can make a lot of money. But is that? Do I care about that? I'm not. I'm not that interested in it. Well, all right, fine. Okay, yeah. so I heard you guys talking about the um that what's the new Zelda game coming out? Uh Tears of the Kingdom. Tears of- now, you can never play that ever, Ooh. but you Ooh. are the ultimate champion at the Yoke Arena of Time Zelda in Nintendo 64. So you have that crown, but you can never play the new Zelda game. Mm. Um honestly, I know you're gonna kill me for this down there, Brian. <laughs> but I would, I, I would, I would probably go with the Ocarina of Time thing. Honestly, what? I know that sound. I know that sounds like your crazy. friendship's over. I know. Don't even give him my number at this point. Do Do I have to? Do I have to explain myself or just say? Sure, it? Yeah, okay. go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. So, so the thought process there is that I'm, I'm definitely excited for Tears of the Kingdom, but right now versus at a time in the past. The excitement level, even though I, I faked it a little bit with the, I'm excited for it. Of course, we all are, but I don't know. Like if I if I I wouldn't be devastated if I didn't have a chance to play it right now. If something happened, and I didn't get it. I wouldn't be devastated. But yeah. having that crown, like the Oc- Ocarina of Time, is my favorite game of all time. So mm. having that crown would be like kind of historic and very very special and sentimental for me. So okay, I'll have to cool. Go. All right, movies, Eight Mile or Drumline. I have never seen Drumline, so Eight Mile. Eight Mile or Hustle and Flow? I have seen Hustle and Flow. Still Eight Mile. Eminem's okay. my favorite rapper. Okay. Lupe or Royce the Five Nine? Mm. Um, Lupe. Although I love Royce the Five Nine. He those two albums he dropped, the Allegory and the one before <laughs> it, them shits were them people don't people don't know about how good those were. Those are amazing I know. albums. Uh, yeah. yeah. Boombox or Walkman? Hmm. Uh Walkman. Okay, fair enough. That's yeah. really all I got here. That's the only thing Walking. I came up with. I, I mean, like these questions. These are good, man. I like that. Let's flick back, though. What would you consider your best meal if you had to pick fast food? Ah, turn in the tables, as they say. Yeah, yeah. And no no cheat answers like, no. oh, I'm going to go with Chipotle. No, that's... That's cheating. No, no. It's the so main me, three. Yeah. Well, main four. I'm going to go with White Castle out of all those options. Really? And here, here's here's the reason why. Like yeah, the, the I other day, 
the the other day I was leaving Aunt's house who plays basketball with us, right? We were watching right. the game and um it was late and I, I was like, I'm gonna get myself some food real quick. All right, I'm gonna get something. And White Castle and Chick-fil-A are very close to each other, as you may know, whoever lives in the area, right? But yes. right yep. stop playing Phil. And so, you know, White Castle was what I wanted. Chick-fil-A is what you know, is I guess a he slightly healthier or healthier option, whatever. And so I went to Chick-fil-A. I was waiting online. And the whole time I was there, I was like, I was like, I I don't want this crap. I want some White Castle right now. Mm. And I was mad. I, I didn't like I didn't go with my gut. I was I was very upset with myself for that, for the reasons that you guys mentioned, you know, go with well, go with your gut, no pun intended. But like basically, like I know I'm gonna pay for this. If I eat this right now, it's not gonna be a good situation this discussing the conversations going in that direction but i still love the taste of a white castle like i'm a, i'm i'm gonna go there i'm gonna get two or three jalapeno cheeseburgers steamed okay i'm gonna get a french a regular size french fries i'm gonna get probably some onion rings i'm gonna get probably some cheese sticks i may get i mean i will get a chicken ring with cheese sandwich and oh, then those are good those are good those are those are rocking and then to the little, little sprinkle on top I might because it's twenty four seven breakfast or twenty or all day breakfast. I might get a little sausage egg and cheese. Don't hate on those because those sausage egg and cheese be on point. You, if you haven't tried them yet, they're actually you're good. the actually. only person I've ever heard choose White Castle. Listen, oh, is that right? I will say this about White Castle: out of all like fast food places, even some restaurants, solid mozzarella sticks. Oh yeah, they're solid. definitely good. Is Never that the only thing that you think are good there? Everything else is crap. <laughs> everything else sucks. Everything else is just like I'm a big crave case guy. I'm all right, all right, case all right. Guy. Look, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. White Castle is very good. I enjoy it, but I don't enjoy the day after. Gotcha. Fair. That's Fair. The okay. Fair enough. You don't have that issue with the other restaurant. Most people probably don't. It's like a dip. I, I get that for sure. White Castle is the only one that's like that's to me like a like a crack type situation yeah. where it's like it's you it's it just tastes to me it just tastes better a mile better than the other ones but yeah you, you're paying for it for sure yes uh i forgot one question because you mentioned video game themes the zelda theme or the mario brothers theme zelda zelda zelda's okay. music man timeless, timeless was that the music. one like dun, 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 yeah. Yeah, they, it, right? this guy act like he, he act like he's not a nerd over here knowing that <laughs> only nerds would know that yeah. it'd be great if my phone went off and that was the ringtone <laughs> what is that you gotta uh you gotta edit edit that in there man no i'll, I'll edit the yo-yo mopping because i found out he was an american cellist actually <laughs> <laughs> i would still take lessons from I, that person over over the yo-yo thing i'd, I'd I rather think. be good at the yo-yo i know like actually no i would yeah <laughs> yeah what the duncan and yeah, Duncan Yo-Yo with the butterfly on the side, right? Yo-Yos are weird. Yo-Yos made a comeback, then went away, came back again, then people realized, yeah, these do suck. Like, <laughs> it was, was kind of like, like the hacking the sack. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, what are we doing? Yeah. We right. tried to bring these back. Kev, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, stay on, though, for like a couple minutes after, man. Yeah. Like, uh, really appreciate it. I'm sure I'll see you this week when we play basketball. Sure. And um, very, very thankful you came on, buddy. Hey. Thank you guys so much for having me. This was a great time. I really appreciate it.